Get Into Gate. This is episode 116. We are talking Stargate SG-1. The full Get Into Gate team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, as always, Matty Gibson. Yow. Brendan Gibson. Hello. And Reese Gibson. He's back. Uh, uh, g'day, guys. Yeah. About time. I forgot what I was supposed to say. I haven't been here for six months. That's right. Feels we, like it. We had Lincoln yeah. here for, what, two weeks, and he did try to impersonate you at one stage. I think he said that, yeah, g'day, guys. Yeah, that's I'm like, good. whoa, 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 are you doing gear? <laughs> fooled me. I'm like, oh, they've edited me in. No, it's Lincoln. <laughs> just, just joking, guys. guys. It's just me, Link. I'm sitting here in front of you. Yeah, g'day, guys. <laughs> oh, do that again. Hang on. Let's, silence, guys. Well, it's 5.95 a minute if you want me to do okay, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to be here for that kind of <laughs> nonsense. We are talking Nightwalkers, and haven't we been looking forward to it the last couple of weeks? So, uh, Reese is our uh, first-time viewer. We're going to read through the synopsis, throw it over to him, see what he thought about the episode, and then we are probably going to rip this one apart you know, if, all, <laughs> if all predictions play out the way that we thought. When a scientist working on stem cell research disappears, Carter, Tilk, and Quinn investigate and discover that the scientist town is infested with gold who can only control the townspeople by night. Will Carter, Tilk, and Quinn be taken over next? No. No, it's <laughs> Now, surprisingly... Good to know for anyone who doesn't know the uh, the crew behind it. It's pretty much the top seeds, written by Joe and Paul and directed by Peter Deloise. Mm. When you consider at least how we thought about this episode, how you guys remember this episode before we watched it over the last week, we got the top seed director and writers working together. But before we get stuck into it, our us veteran fans, Reese Nightwalkers, what'd you think, mate? Look for a filler episode. I th- I thought it wasn't too bad. Finally get, uh, not finally, but we get off base. O'Neill's not in it, so that's a, that's a minus. Chalk, chalk that minus up on the board. Uh, overall, yeah, you know, it is what it is, but uh, I, I didn't mind it. It reminded me of um, of Bane, how it was like one of those daytime movies, straight to TV movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was like a whodunit little storyline, but um, yeah, I, did, I did, actually didn't mind the storyline. It was pretty cool, but um, yeah. Just a filler episode. The thing that I like most about this episode is that we finally get to see Sam Carter's bed parallel to the wall. <laughs> like, I feel so much better in my life now. I was giving, honestly worried about Sam. Giving the fans what they want. She had it. She had a triangle shape before. Yeah. Like into the corner. Who does that? But she's luckily she's all right now. Well, then she gets a phone call. It was a hotel room though, wasn't it? So her, her real bed at home is probably yeah. They're in a different town. No, this is before she got the phone. This is in the morning. Oh, when mm. she gets that call. Yeah, she gets oh, a call yeah. from old mate. I'm like, yeah, lucky well, she's at home, actually, because usually she's at the base doing some yeah. technological bullshit. Yeah, how yeah. did he get her home number? <laughs> I know, right? Lucky she was home. <laughs> yeah. How long has he been sitting on that as well? How long has <laughs> yeah. he had that in his speed dial? Go, nah, not yeah. tonight, not tonight. Yeah. You don't know me, but uh, I've, I've had your number for a while. I've tried to call you a million <laughs> times, but you just weren't home. He's corner back when old mate, you know, Ascension bloke was there and he just like kept hanging up on him. Yeah. <laughs> She's not at home. <laughs> yeah, well, before before you, Brennan, and you, Maddie, get possibly stuck into this, I was kind of in the same uh, boat as Reese with this one because you guys had set it up going, I think, Maddie, you even said, I might not be here next week. Mm-hmm. I don't like this episode that much. So, you know, it opens up and I'm like, I can understand why, and then it goes on and on, and I'm like, yeah, I can un- fully understand why you would say that. For this me, is it was the, a- This is the sentinel of season six. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, fair, and fair call. Uh, even after 
seeing all of it. But for me, it was like it was a little bit like X Files light. Like it was just that weird case mm. going on. We get mm. our guys just yeah. sort of case of the week, and of course, it's being Earth based. You know, the, t- the whole town's acting weird, but only at night. So what's going on? So I actually didn't mind it either. It was okay. I'm like, what is everyone complaining like that badly for? Like, why is everyone treating this like a Rocky Five situation mm. when you know, in, in compared to the rest of the franchise until the end of the episode? But I'll save my bullets for that until a little bit later. Rocky, if you go back, Rocky Five isn't as bad. No, that no. F- that's that's what I'm saying. For me, I'd as only I heard how awful Rocky Five. It's the worst yeah. piece of shit you've ever seen. I'm like, holy crap! By the time I watch it, I'm like, it's not that bad. That's yeah. only because Rocky Four was the best in the franchise. Well, well, yeah, but maybe. if you go back and watch, it's actually the worst because it's just montage. Yeah, the <laughs> whole movie. That's what Rocky is. But it's a Ivan, clip show. Rocky yeah, clip totally, show. It's totally Ivan well. Drago. It's the the oh, weird. It's, great. it's American. The weird robot maid <laughs> that for some reason exists. The big alien-looking robot maid for no reason that that Paulie, not Paulie, um, Adrian's uh, brother has. Yeah, it's Paulie. Isn't um, I thought Paulie was the um, the old coach. Paulie. No, that's my uh, Mickey. That's Mickey, Mick. that's right. You're Mick. Mickey. <laughs> Isn't it funny where they're like, oh, how much do we hate Nightwalkers? Let's talk about Rocky Five, the most <laughs> despised movie of a film franchise. <laughs> Tilk went full Morpheus in this one. Um, I've got that written down. <laughs> Let me just hang on for a second. I was leaving it, I was leaving yep. it for you. But Great like... casual clothes. Tilk looks like he belongs <laughs> in the Matrix. Didn't they really just Absolutely. like fit in so well to this little country, like this, you know, seaside fishing town? Yeah. They just fit in so well in all their black leather Look, and gloves I and think yeah. Til sunglasses. Till can pull it off because he could pull off anything. Jonas, though, wearing a <laughs> turtleneck in country America does mm, not does no. not fit. Yeah, look, when that was one of my one of my notes, dressed in black. Like, if you're going to be an outsider, at least try to dress like everyone else yeah, if you're going to fit right. in. As if you don't have any flannel that you can chuck on. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> like, how, like, they're sus already, just being outsiders, yeah. but just mm. wear the, all, all of them wearing all black. Yeah. Now, I have been like critical of... like trench coat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. I've been critical of Earth-based apps. So I've come up with a checklist, which I consider as essential Earth-based apps. Brilliant. SG-1 in a black. In black? Mm-hmm. SG-1 yep. in black. A lockpick. Yep. Oh, I've got to have one of those. Hack into a PC. At Hard least drive. one time. Of, uh, mm. Has to be. Can use a floppy disk if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tilk has a hat, obviously. Yeah. Leather gloves. Yep. And drugs or a syringe. <laughs> yeah. Have to be in it. Yep. All, yeah. of, all of the above. That's the checklist. Fair call. Fair enough. And yeah, because if- it reminds me of the first Martin one. And if you, yeah. like, if you want yeah, to, yeah, you can chuck in a vibrating bed. If you want. God, yeah. If you want to. <laughs> God, some kind of vibrating thing. Right. <laughs> Something I'll that vibrates. I'll jot that down well, here. Okay, <laughs> is, is the vibrating bed from that episode in here, is, like Jonas's maybe milkshake and the chip, like he's experiencing earth, like <laughs> yeah. earth-specific yeah. things? I think it's his lollipop. Lolly, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Love your American food. Oh, yeah, well, it's also hardened arteries. <laughs> like, shut up. Shut up. Um, <laughs> according to the uh, commentary, uh, Coronemic actually snuck in the lollipop. Because it, uh, after like the milkshake and all yeah, the, that's right. the higher ups were like, no more food. We're done with food. You're going to get in trouble if you film an episode that's got food in it. Like that's what they've said to all the directors. So um, Peter Dello is like, okay, okay. And then Corin snuck the lollipop in. <laughs> and because it's such kind of like a wide shot and it's panning through, he didn't notice until afterwards. When was this out? 2001, 2002? 2002. 2002. So basically he's watched Ocean's Eleven. He's seen Brad Pitt, who <laughs> is never not eating something in that entire film. And he's went, I'm basically the Brad Pitt of Stargate. I'm going to yeah. do that. Got to be. Jonas's superpower strikes again. Yeah. They wouldn't have solved it for not his superpower of being like, oh, 
That waitress oh, has dropped yeah. something three times. That guy's been on the same page of his book yeah. all the time. Blah, 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 blah. He went blah. full Simon Baker on us, didn't he? Mm. I was thinking more Matt Damon in the first Born Identity, also out in 2002. They're there also in a diner, and he's trying to figure He goes, I don't know who I am. And he goes, oh, yeah. but I'm, he's, he's, I'm looking at that bloke, and he's like, I know that he could take everyone in this room despite having a limp. He goes, I know at this altitude I could run for you know 1.8 miles without breaking a sweat, and I know this and this, but how can I not remember my name? And then Jonas yeah. just like dropping knowledge about all these people <laughs> in the yeah. diner. I'm like, you're not that smart. And then it ended, I'm like... Actually, that was pretty perceptive. That was that was that was. I mean, how long have you been watching these people? Well done, James. Yes. I don't know how I Where feel about you. Pick up the skill to need to watch people like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. French. Yeah. But then <laughs> part of MI six. <laughs> but then he doesn't have the ability to get out of a car properly. Did you guys notice? There's a, no. there's, so there's, there's this long shot. So uh, there's a crane shot where like Peter DeLuise starts on this big crane shot down the street, and the car drives along, and they pull over, and then the three of them get out of the car. Well, Peter DeLuise didn't want this big crane shot to get cut. So he said to Corin, he said, get out of the car as soon as possible. So if you watch closely, as as like Carter's pulling the car up to the curb, the back door is already open and Jonas's foot is on the ground before the car even stops. <laughs> yeah, the door's open. He said as soon as possible. Yeah, as soon as possible. It'd be so funny if he just dived out like, <laughs> as it was moving, like... <laughs> <laughs> chased after the That'd car. He would have been like, up. He'd be like, Carter's like, "What are you doing?" I just, I don't know. I don't yeah. get these cars. He's, yet. he's like, "That's how, that's how people on my world get out of cars." <laughs> Peter Dillaway's like, "Ah, great, we can't use that anymore." <laughs> Teal's big thing is he watches Star Wars, whereas for Jonas, he's watching the Flintstones. He's like, "This is a car is operating this planet, right?" <laughs> Put your foot away. Is this really how cars used to be like? <laughs> I think for me, not, it wasn't the biggest twist, but it was the, the early on twist. It sort of had to happen because the guy who plays the sheriff, and I did mean to look up his uh, his name, the actor's name. but uh, That is Blue Man Kuma. Ah, I love that guy, right? He's because age. he's usually typecast as the nice guy. Like, I see him on screen, I'm like, I'm safe. This guy's going to look after me. Mm. And the fact that he was playing the only, like, nice, non-suspicious guy in the entire town, I'm like, let's get the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> come on. You're, <laughs> you're going to turn out to be bad, aren't you? And then sure enough, he's like, you yeah. jeopardize this operation. I'm going to kill you myself. And I'm like... Okay, of course you had to be the bad guy because you don't look like the bad guy. <laughs> well, can I give you a bit of trivia about Blue Man Kuma? Please. I've been taking you guys on a bit of a journey, a bit of a voiceover actor journey over the last few weeks uh, and the connections to uh, a lot of recurring TV shows. Well, Blue Man Kuma was actually a regular voice actor for Beast Wars, mm. much like um, Professor Michaels a couple of weeks ago and the, the Russian colonel being Optimus Primal. Blue Man Kuma voiced Tigertron in Beast Wars. And then do you guys remember it was a really obscure cartoon from the 90s uh, called Mummies Alive? And they were like mummy superheroes? No. Uh, it's pretty good. Well, anyway, he played Anubis. Oh, he shit. Actually, Blue Man Kuma voiced Anubis in this um, uh, Mummies, Mummies Alive. It was, it was a pretty good show. Full circle. Yeah. I didn't get the NRD guy. I mean, I got it. But was, why wouldn't the NRD go up to him earlier and be like, oi, what are you doing? Back up. Yeah. I, I think that was the point where the episode lost me because it was just like they were trying to do this almost like this political intrigue plot within a plot within a plot within a plot. And it's mm. like, we didn't need the NID. It's like, oh, so the NID knew that they were cloned Guawuld that were taking over their bodies at night. So he's infiltrated as the sheriff pretending to be one of them, but he's actually NID. But that the Gua will know that he's NID, so yeah. they're letting him. It's just like, really? Do we really yeah. need to go yeah. through all this crap in a forty-four minutes? complication, of, of, yeah. guys. He probably just could have been who we thought he was at the start, being like the deputy or whatever, mm. who wasn't 
taken over or whatever, and yeah. Yeah. and it was still would have played out exactly the same. Because you right. then just say call for backup. Okay. Yeah, I think I did like the fact that he was. Well, I, I, you guys sort of had to convince me, like, however many tens of episodes ago, that, that the NID is actually like a legitimate agency with good people and good intentions. <laughs> yeah. It's just there are rogue agents that we keep getting introduced to. But it was nice to see this, like, introduced to us and going, hey, I'm just working with the NID, man. We've got a whole operation going on. Like, you're kind of stepping on our jurisdiction and our whole thing. And I'm like, huh, that's right. You guys do actually do good things. You're literally the first person from that organization. Yeah. That has done that. And obviously, I've cared so little about this episode in the past that I forgot about it and that character. Mm. So now mm. you say NID, and I'm like, mm. rogue bunch of evil people. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, in the, in the 100th episode of Wormhole Extreme, we get that one guy from the NID who's supposed to be nice with Carter. Oh, the guy that's got a crush on Carter that yeah. comes back a few times. He comes back. Agent. Mm. He's, he's supposed to be the good guy. I can't remember his name. Of the NID. Mm. Agent and no idea. Yeah, Agent Agent Blandy McBlandface. <laughs> Another, Agent, Agent No Chance with Carter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Another guy that likes Carter. Yeah. yeah. Chalk him up. Next. So, what what was the go with the whole thing? We're taking... all struggling to find oh. something to talk about. Honestly, I'm, I'm struggling to try and figure it out. I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to go. Are you serious? It was this obvious. But, like, I, I, I maybe it's just because the way they wrapped this up so quickly. But I, I, remind me again, why do they only take over them at night like because they were infant guauls they were infant right. and they were clones yeah. yeah so they were cloned from i think the guaul that took over adrian conrad yeah. which yeah. is is it still in adrian conrad at this point oh right yes yes yeah, yeah. so they but took why didn't they have naquita in their blood in the <sighs> that's a very good that's a very good question cuz i guess maybe the cloning process Plot. Yeah, because so then Carter couldn't because yeah. because stem cells. <laughs> Joel and them. Um, well, and that's the thing is, um, a an entire town was infested with clone ghouls. We never hear about it again. It never has any further consequences anywhere. Carter was implanted with a second ghoul. They never talk about it again. She never, not compared to Jolinar. Yeah, and we never hear about the serum again. This serum that like dissolved the the. Like, right at the end, they're like, oh, yeah, we gave the entire town a, an injection and yeah. made them think it was some kind of flu shot. And it just, like, dissolved the infant Gua'uld from inside them. And it's like, is that not a bit of technology we could maybe look at seeing if we could apply that to yeah. real Gua'uld? Yeah. It's like, if we could shoot a, a dart yeah. at a Gua'uld and it destroys the symbiote while... Yeah, bang, while, bang, while, Lord Yeah, you. while See keeping ya. the host. Yeah. It's like... Let's look into that guy. Well, then there'd be only six seasons, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. I feel like what you just said about it, Reese, that because plot, mm. I, I feel like that's. We're, we're, there's no precedence for the fact that young Gould symbiotes can only take over a host at a certain part of the day, is there? Um, no, I think the premise being is like. Um, their mind's not active when they're asleep or something like that. It can only take over their mind okay. when their subconscious is active or whatever. Yeah, okay. And then the conscious mind is is in REM sleep. Mm. Because, yeah, theoretically, if that was a real Gua'uld, it would have been too young for implantation to begin with. Mm. So I think, or yeah. Or some shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's I mean, really whole, not worth trying to, like, protect. It's <laughs> and just the whole like, town is just chronically tired yeah. all the yeah. time. <laughs> that would suck. I mean, I need a nap. This yeah. I am just so tired. And considering all of that, that sheriff, if, if he had to fall asleep before the Gould could take control of him... He falls asleep very quickly. He put mm. his head on the pillow and just closed his eyes and it was yeah. like eight seconds. Well, he hasn't yeah. slept for three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> he's, just, he's just popping Ambien. <laughs> but would they... 
would would those gold heal those bodies then? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know where you're going, and I'm just going to shut it down right now. No, it doesn't suit the fucking plot. Infants. They're infants. Mm. <laughs> and they're clones. I mean, I mean, the symbiotes are getting plenty of sleep throughout the day. God, yeah. They've got plenty of energy. <laughs> Does the fact that these that the reason for all this was infant Gould, would it have been better or not raise as many questions if it was some other alien race that had infiltrated or, like, you know, invisibles and got through the gate somehow without our detection? Like, yeah. would it have been better if it wasn't the Gould? Because then we wouldn't be asking these weird questions and Yeah, because that's, yeah. I think contradictions. that's the, the only reason they had that. It was to add the bloody Desperate Measures guy back into it. Yeah. yeah. Who had nothing to do with it. Yeah. But then they needed... Weren't they looking for some files or something on him? Or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, mate, you got to hack into a computer. You're yeah. off base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a reason oh. for them to hack a computer. And that was the other thing is like an idea just biding their time because the Gould are building a fucking spaceship out <laughs> yeah. of Earth components. Yeah, what the f- And again, we never hear about it again. It's never mentioned that it's like, oh, we've used parts from this that they would start a building, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nah, nothing. So there's like half a built Gould ship with Earth. Materials. Yeah, I always assume they yeah. use parts for the X three hundred three. Again, that'd be a nice little touch. Yeah, if but they had to just mention that. I feel like we, you know, there probably isn't enough time between now and the reveal of the X three hundred three that. Yeah. They could have used any of that. Is that what the NID guy was saying? Like we're we're waiting for them to finish building it so we can steal, we can steal it. it basically. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty That's much. So awesome. That's a, yeah. Such a human thing to do, isn't yeah. it? Right? <laughs> Jack him. That's a pretty important <laughs> yeah. stakeout shift too. Like you imagine, if like guys, you you've got the you got the mid dawns. Um, just keep an eye on them because as soon as that thing switches on, yeah. we are swooping in and yeah. taking over. So yeah, no worries. We're gonna let these alien clone snakes <laughs> yeah. take over a town and use their bodies for slave labor to build us this yeah, ship. Yeah, oh yeah, you know we'll what? Just steal at the last minute. Scratch everything I said before. The NID, they're all still. F- Quits. Even Mr. <laughs> nice Guy was happy to let a whole American town be taken over. They're the Earth Tokra. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what would have made this better is if they were like struggling to build this ship. You know, they're still waiting. They're doing it bits and pieces at night time. If O'Neill was around and they did put a gold in him, obviously oh, that's why he's not week, here. Mate. No, but I'm just saying if <laughs> yeah. that had been the case last, last week. week, that's why he wasn't here. He was, and they put a gold in him, and he just like MacGyvered the shit out of that ship, and he built it from like. Oh, imagine if it was yeah. like random yeah. pieces of equipment in the yeah, like 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 uh, like the fifth race yeah. when he's just yeah. like got all the ancient repository of knowledge and he's just building yeah. shit, but yeah. it's the gold version. Yeah, yeah, like a whole section of the ship is made out of like glad wrap and chicken wire, <laughs> and like a Game Boy yeah. or something, and, and a paperclip. Yeah. Or he's missing a paperclip and the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would have happened if um, someone walked into that warehouse during the day? Right? <laughs> There's no guards. There's mm. no, like... Shit. Like, the <laughs> that night, the mm. guy will take back over and go, Where the f***'s our ship? <laughs> someone yeah, stole totally. it. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Totally. Talking about security guard, that security guard they met at the end. I forget what he was telling him, but it was like, you know, something shifty's going on or whatever. But why does... Did he ever go old in him? What security guard? Oh, the bike that was stalking them through the, through the town. Yeah. yeah. And, and the if they like get, got his ID out of his pocket, he's like, oh, yeah. I was a security guard at the uh, factory. What did he say? He had, he had oh, the, the one where shift. Tilk grabs him from behind the fence, but he would have seen <laughs> Tilk. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> the one. Tilk was hiding behind nothing, yeah. and he didn't see him. He was yeah. dressed in black. It's essentially camo, like, <laughs> in the middle of the day, up against a white wall. <laughs> Down a back alley. 
Tilk's just become a ninja after fighting them the other week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. He stole all their shit. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, know, I didn't so much defend this earlier. I just didn't like hate it the way that I thought I would based on the way we're talking about it the last two or three weeks. But then it got to, well, there was probably two things. The first one was, did we miss a scene where Carter was captured? Because she's in the motel by herself and those cars roll in. She's like, okay, shit, I'm in trouble here. She pulls out the, the serum. Not yeah. that she knows this. Well, we don't know that she knows this. Whatever's going on. Yeah. Pulls out the syringe and then it goes back to what, you know, Jonas and Teal could doing. And then it cuts back to Carter and she's, you know, getting the, the rag ripped off her head. She's been knocked unconscious. She's tied to a chair and they're about to torture her, interrogate her. And I'm like, yeah, I think that on, was we're... just a, yeah. a method just so we didn't, we were worried about Carter being implanted. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was to hide the fact that she's she'd already figured it out by that point. She'd yeah. Lisa Simpson it, and she'd gone, "Oh, <laughs> they're going to capture me and implant me with a symbiote. Yeah. I'll inject myself with this serum mm. because that we not, don't even know if it no. works or not." And they yeah. say at the end, they're like, "How did you do?" And she's like, "I didn't, but it, you know, it was the last chance I had." You so it's like, them. I think we killed yeah. her. Last chance. Probably not, just until the next morning when yeah. the symbiote wasn't. Well, you take could, yeah. for, so you could an call an someone up and go, "Hey." Come, we're well, give it. I made. think what uh, yeah. this next season there's like a symbiote poison, so it's like who knows what what it could be. Uh, she injects herself with it off off screen. They capture her, or she lets herself get captured. One of the two goes there, gets implanted, fakes him out, does the eye glow. Yet I don't think anyone else did an eye glow in the entire episode. Like when when the girl would t- not sure. Like even when the when the, the when the guy put his like put his head down in the bed and got back up again and the girl had taken over. There was no eye glow. Yeah. But Carter gave us an eye glow just to be like, oh no. Oh, it was a fresh implant, over. mate. That's just so you know it's working. <laughs> I thought, the, I thought <laughs> the sheriff did, but... The sh- uh, well, maybe. I was probably asleep at that point. I don't I don't, I don't. don't think he did in his bed either, but at um, that point we didn't know it was Gould, was it? So yeah, they were still probably yeah. like... Which, yeah, again, it's it's they're hiding back. It's a contradiction based yeah. on a reveal that they wanted to have for yeah, later. Yeah, there's, there's a gap in logic. Yeah. For plot, I think just to me with the jump between those scenes because we had this really it's kind of a quick moving sort of flow between what Teal'c and Jonas are doing and what Carter's doing. Back to Teal'c and Jonas, back to Carter. She pulls out the syringe. Back to Teal'c and Jonas, and then it cuts back to Carter. And it just felt like we were naturally going to go because because of the flow, even the yeah. way the music was paced, it felt like we were going to go back to the motel and see what the because these two locations are running. What was happening there were running concurrently, yeah. and yeah. so it just felt like we were going to go back to the motel. But instead, no, we're like half an hour later at least where they're back at Seth's joint yeah <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what these clone ghouls are much less fussy uh, in their natural state than, than a real ghoul mm. it's like remember mm. when, we, when we took Teal'c's out and it's like there was a whole subplot of Dr. Fraser being like oh it's dying what are we going to do she's got in that big giant vat with bubbly water and then yeah. eventually there was oh it needs electrical charge let's do that blah 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 the one they implanted card with they just pulled out of a f-ing esky yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just reached into a cooler and just went, "Oh, here's one. Mm. Here you go." It must, must have been go, one of those char- charged ones from Bunnings. <laughs> yeah, and in fairness, we don't <laughs> know what else was in, in there. They could have had a beer and like some like you know hot yeah. dog sausages ready to go, and it's yeah. like I'm good with a nine volt mm. battery yeah. just shoved in there. Got to keep that electrical charge like, going through them. <laughs> just hot dog sausage water <laughs> with a with a nine volt battery thrown in. Oh heaven! <laughs> <laughs> I think the big thing for me though about about my turn on this episode was just the way that it was the most... Is it the most anticlimactic episode of Stargate we've seen so far? Because it was it, it seemed ever. like it was thinking about going somewhere. Emancipation and then, was pretty bad. 
Oh, come on. That had a knife fight, guys. Come on. Politics. Like, but you know, that politics. Seemed, yeah. What that else seemed, is one of Maddie's favourites? No, <laughs> <laughs> At least with Emancipation, it was like a nothing episode the whole way through and that's how it finished. <laughs> that was, yeah. like, and that was the best episode. thing about Emancipation. There's a nothing but episode it was all the way through. It was, it was. Sorry if you thought an episode about female it empowerment did, was about nothing, It didn't mate. pretend oh, to be good. Whoa, Sorry. Slow oh, down. Oh, here we, here we go. Here we go. Put whatever you want in my mouth, mate, but don't put words in there. <laughs> this is um, a PC-free zone, Matty. <laughs> but, yeah, I just thought this had such a flow toward the, the pacing of this all the way through, and then it was like, yeah, okay, we're, we're running out of time, but don't worry, we're going to... Rev- bang, we're back at the base. Like, so anyway, they think it was all like a flu shot. And <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't have wasted time with that bloody crane shot down the street. That's what I thought. I'm like, why did you waste so much time with old mate security guy? Why can't you yeah. just figure it out yourself? And we don't, we could save like three minutes there yeah. to put into an actual climax for this episode. Like, I was... Defending this episode, my notes, I feel like, for most, I go, what? It's, like, it's not great, but it's not mm. the piece of shit that we've been talking about. And then, bang, <laughs> it's like 30 seconds to go. They're just like, we've run out yeah. of time. Just show a, an epilogue at the base. Yeah, they should have. They could have done a slight little things to make the episode better. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it had a better ending, you'd be like, hey, that was a pretty good episode. But like, they should have killed someone or yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as it is, brutally. I would say it's the worst episode in the world. Yeah, time for Around the World. Oh, you haven't been here for this yet, what have you, Reese? What's Around the World? <laughs> I'm like, Daft Punk? Really? Is... Sounds of Stargate? Yeah, no, this, this, this is the new uh, new segment for season six, Taking the World by Storm. The World by Storm. <laughs> what have we got, Maddie? Uh, all right, so what we're going to do, Reese, is we're actually going to find out what this episode was called in other countries, in other languages, in other dialects, because I'm obviously the king of... Accents and mm. languages and dialects. This has been no dispute. I didn't you know? know that was an actual right? position, but congratulations. <laughs> well, in this room. Self-appointed. All right, in, in, the in room. this room. I'm obviously the best at accents and, yeah. and uh, the least controversial. So I thought, well, let's, you know, let's put my skills to the test and see how we go. So, as always, we start with the French. Mm-hmm. As this episode in French was called L'Espérance Secret. What are you doing right now? <laughs> so this episode in France was not called Nightwalkers. It was called L'Espérance Secret, which translates to the secret experiment, which kind of gives a lot away. Well, in- not really. It's secret. <laughs> dun, dun, but you know dun. going in that there's a secret experiment going on. Thought for sure it would have been called The Baguette or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Baguette, season six, episode in a, six. In Italian. In it Italy. Just, it just reminds me of that South Park episode. Where they meet that the alien race called Marklar, and everyone mm. on it is called Marklar, and everything and everyone on Marklar is called Marklar. Mm. Just like in your mind, that reasoning, it's like everything in French is baguette. 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 And baguette every episode. shop is around the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so many baguette stores. It's like every apartment in New York City, it's all got a view of Central Park. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they're $14 million apartments around Central Park, but don't worry. There's Spider Man on every corner. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we travel to Italy, and uh, look at it in Italian is a uh, passagiatori notorni. Wow. Well, which is just. Let a, me guess, a pastor attorney? No. I thought that was no. like a, some kind of soup. <laughs> it does sound like it. <laughs> I'd but, buy it. But no, it, it just translates to night walkers. Oh, so, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, you, know, you know why that accent wasn't. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't great. You know why? Mm. You didn't use your hands. 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did it over here. Probably well, can't see it from the monitor. It was under the table. It, wasn't, Sorry. it wasn't Italian enough. <laughs> I do normally start with a yeah, ha, woohoo before I get into it, but I didn't want to be too repetitive. Um, hey, Spanish. We're going to a Spanish. And in Spanish. What the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> Spanish accent last time, and these other guys gave me shit for it, so yeah. I'm trying it out again. Yeah, well, Maddie, like Maddie got this far in, <laughs> into the segment and goes, oh, I don't want to do a Spanish accent, it'll be racist. Maddie, yeah. this is my impression yeah. of you doing that accent. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we've got so many more to go, so we'll see where we go. Uh, so, in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that was my name is Jeff. You put that in my head now. That was, that was Italian. Uh, Crossfit's French. Noctambulus. Noctambulus. In Spanish, which translates to night hawks for some reason. Instead yeah, because they don't walkers, walk in Spain. They, they hawk. They hawk. <laughs> we're hawking. Um, I'm and, hawking here. And we're hawking. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, in Czech. In, uh, in Czech. Noctambulus. Brendan? Yeah, no idea. Okay. That translates Brennan? to... your wife's check. Night shift. Uh, night shift. Night shift. Night shift. Everyone hates night shift. Mm. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Hungary, which is a little bit Transylvanian, but we'll, we'll go with it. No, I like it. Uh, in, <laughs> no one knows what Hungarian accent is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in Hungarian is... Azekzaka fiai, which uh, translates to the sons of the night. Well, that makes no sense. Absolutely. Mm. What about the sisters? Yeah, <laughs> brothers and sisters, well, I please feel like don't discriminate. Sons hungry. and daughters Classic of the night. Hungry. <laughs> hungry? I, I feel like the Germans give it Classic. away the most. So we go over to Germany and do a little bit of German. Uh, and the German name is In den Handen der Gould. Oh, Jesus. Which turns it in the hands of the Gould. So they give it up with the title that well, they go old. They always away. give it up. Well, at least one German does. <laughs> that we know about. And Stay then, uh, what are we talking about? Stay tuned. <laughs> and then finally, thanks to Lincoln, uh, given that he is such a uh, talented, cunning linguist, he's been able to... <laughs> Just ask his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to leave it there, but that's fine. He's been able to translate it into Australian for us. Uh, but he's because he is such a cunning linguist, he's been able to translate it into not only modern English, but uh, ye old Australian English as well. Wow. So... Uh, <laughs> Australia it's, is not that year yeah. old. It's a, <laughs> That's talented. It's it's a bit long, but we'll see how we go. So <clears throat> I'll do my best to show an accent. The uh, the year old Australian is um, ah, oh, clone girl turn a turn a town into f-ing half zombies because they're too piss weak to take over some simple bastards full time. That's all one word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas the uh, the modern Australian is just simply zombie girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lincoln. Absolutely. And that's that's around the world. That's Stargate around the world, guys. Brilliant. I love it. That's almost a box of shame segment. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, um, <laughs> so oh, Tilk likes ginger ale. That's something we got out of mm. this episode. Yeah, why didn't cool. Tilk beat the shit out of everyone in that bar? Look, because he had to protect Jonas, obviously, but still. That'd have been great. You could tell he wanted to. Mm. Like when the guy actually would have made the episode pretty great. Yeah. Well, he missed out on that bar fight from upgrades. Yeah. So it's like he's owed a bar fight. He's owed a bar fight. Yeah. Or he did kill three ninjas last week, (laughs) whenever it was. (laughs) That was with a zap. Now he's bloodthirsty. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you think that 
he he just said to Jonas like earlier in the episode or even early in that scene, you've got a lot to understand about the way, you know, humans are. Okay. Yeah. So just you know, just don't react to them the way that you think. And these guys come over and are like, You're in our seats. Teal's like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Jonas, hold me back. <laughs> I noticed that Tilks said that too. You have a lot to learn about humans. Yeah. But Jonas is a human. Well, yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what mm. are you talking about? Earth Earthlings? Humans. Be more Tari. specific, Tilk. Come on. <laughs> Jonas just wanted to be so accepted. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. We're aliens. <laughs> Whatever you say. No, I was a big fan of that too, ginger ale. And I'm like, it's good to know, Tilk. You know, he doesn't go in yeah. there. And I'm like, what kind of beer would you drink? What kind of spirit you're on? He's like, a ginger ale. Like, mm. he was Classic. waiting to be asked. He's <laughs> like, Christ, I hope they have ginger ale. <laughs> don't be one of, one of those places that you go and order something like, oh, we don't have that, you know. Well, yeah, well, he famously doesn't imbibe. Tilk doesn't uh, doesn't consume alcohol. Mm. Well, it wouldn't affect him, would it? No, nah, probably, probably not. not. Yeah, so I guess if you're not going to get drunk, what's the point? Well, Is there any, like, Jaffa juice? Like, it, yeah. they, no, they... that's in his pouch. <laughs> Yeah, that, they well, were drinking that. Did you stick a straw in there or what? They were drinking something in the Warrior. Him and his, him and his mates. That's right. Yeah, oh, paying yeah, that's out true. the Methylated spirits. Oh, mm. straight into the Because you, you notice too in, um, in uh, 2010, in those future scenes when they're all toasting champagne yeah. to uh, oh, yeah. Hammond, he's just got orange juice. I mean, it could have been a mimosa. Who knows? Maybe you just. <laughs> I really hope it was a mimosa. <laughs> Maybe he just likes citrus. It's probably because Chris Judge was hungover as fuck. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, I can't. I, I can't, can't handle bubbles. I cannot handle bubbles. <laughs> oh, right that's now. the worst when you're hungover. It's just sparkling <laughs> juice. Drinking sparkling wine. <laughs> nah, just got to get back into it. Just down one and the rest will be fine. Gives me a headache. <laughs> that's the worst thing when you're hungover is drinking sparkling <laughs> wine. Like it happens too much. You're like, <laughs> like you're searching you're the cupboards. <laughs> you're always in a situation when you're hungover that you have yeah. to drink sparkling wine. Sparkling wine, wine the perfect accompaniment to Vegemite on toast. <laughs> Jesus, I oh. wish we had some normal wine. Oh, I love a bacon, oh. I love a bacon egg muffin <laughs> and some sparkling wine. What, the day of? Yeah, the day of yeah. your wedding. I was, I was hungover. Just, I was just speaking about that on air the other day. They were talking about how Bucks parties, you know, traditionally they used to be the night before, but now mm. everyone does them like four weeks. If you're having your Bucks for like three months out, you're one of those people, f*** off. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I see yeah. that, and I raise you. My eldest sister having her hens party combined with my brother-in-law's bucks night <clears throat> as a group thing. Oh, f- off, <laughs> where they Get went the f- out of town. Where they went ten pin bowling with sombreros <laughs> on. <laughs> Oh, oh, three strikes are out. Yeah. That's wild. Right? That's wild. <laughs> wild and night. tell the grandkids. Shit. And oh. two weeks before the wedding. <laughs> because, you know, 10-pin bowling yeah, and tequila can get a bit out of control. You don't want to break a foot. Oh, absolutely. But we just on uh, just uh, for strange bucks parties, we were also talking about on air the other day, there's this new... Craze apparently, like oh, craze is probably too strong of a word, but it's it's a it's a thing. Yeah, calm that down, Mitch. Probably people <laughs> yeah. are trying to to get. It's like it's a trend. They're probably trying to convince their partners a solo moon. So you get married, but oh, then you and your, you and your groomsmen f- off on a holiday by yourself, while your new wife and her bridesmaids mm. go off on a holiday by themselves. I thought so that's you, the bucks party and the hens party. Well, maybe th- these guys, whoever's invented it, it's probably a bloke. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's like. Mm. Oh, you know what? The Bucks party is great. Well, I've, we need to like bookend the wedding with just boys' trips, <laughs> if that's all right. Yeah. I feel like I can only properly love you for the rest of our lives, which is probably two years if I'm going to do this idea. If <laughs> as soon as we get married, I go overseas yeah. to Bali with the boys for I don't know, like eight days. Yeah. Yeah. How's that sound? Like like ping pong. I yeah. just made a vow to be with you for the rest of my life, but I cannot be near you right now. Yeah. Oh, I, just I think I might love you it. too much if yeah. we hang out together by ourselves. Yeah. The thing, uh, our cousin Steve, I think he had 10 bucks nights. Yeah. 
Jesus. In his first wedding, I'm not even joking. My dad went to the first Bucks night, which is on a Saturday. And then on Tuesday night, he gets a call from Steve going, Jim, we're in lockup. Can you come get us? <laughs> <laughs> like four days. Got him out of lockup oh and they God. went back to... Went to the pub. <laughs> went Here's to, a, uh, the next Bucks night. <laughs> here's a fun bit of trivia for you. I've never been to a Bucks night. <gasps> really? None of my friends from high school, like my male friends that I was with, um, are married. And any of the guys that I know now that are married, I met them after, after. they were married. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can't say for sure when Lincoln's going to get married, but I want to. I want to kind of destroy that kid on his Bucks night. So you'll be invited along for that. You'll play a big role. I love the idea that Steve, your cousin, who I, who I have known for many years, like says like he's actually labelled it as having ten bucks nights. Because yeah. I've been to some of your like family nights, and I'm like, oh, well, that's a big night. What's the occasion? You're like, what do you mean? Sunday, yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like shit, yeah. Actually, most of the time it was Wednesday. It was after, after, after touch footy. The top is, say, we played touch footy at like seven o'clock. So you want to come back for a beer? I'm like, sure, I get out from work in the morning, but okay. I'm there till eleven on a we Wednesday night. <laughs> on the uh, stakeout, when Teal and Jonas were sitting in the car, they just kind of were chilling, and then they decided to put their zats on the dashboard. It's like, guys, national security here <laughs> issue, and you've just popped the popped them, popped them on the dashboard, and then they. The guys go, all right, you're under arrest. The NID guys. I'm like, what was the point of that? Oh, damn. Is it too late to grab my zap? Yeah. <laughs> like, just punch one of them. Yeah. Fine. Done. Why were they carrying zats? What about the intar? Yeah. Again. Makes no sense. Oh, look. A lot of questions in this yeah. episode. Not too many answers. No. Here's a bit so. of trivia for you, though. With uh, the non-appearance of Jack and Daniel Jackson, this is the first episode of Stargate to ever not feature someone who appeared in the movie. Oh. Mm. Coincidence that it sucked balls? I don't <laughs> That's for you to draw your own conclusions? We need a more kasoof. <laughs> oh, just to, just to movie it up. That'd know? be good. He's yeah. sitting there dipping his French fries in uh, in milkshake. Bunny, bunny way. <laughs> no squeezing oh. the juice. <laughs> the bunny way. <wagon. laughs> no squeezing the juice. That's <laughs> those two having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the Seven Eleven guy. <laughs> oh, and I missed this that I wrote down before when I was talking about uh, Blue Man Kuma and um, his voiceover work. I forgot, I had it written down here. Um, one of the random townspersons, just like the big tall guy, um, who's currently in Riverdale, he was Wolverine in uh, X-Men Evolution to Chris Judge's uh, Magneto. Well, there you go. Mm. And he was, also, ooh, he was also in Beast Wars as well. He did Dinobot and Rat Trap. Well, we have spoken a lot about what this episode did have and more importantly, what it didn't have along the way because we, we would have liked a lot of things to have been in this episode to make it better. But this, this is one of the great pieces of dialogue. Some of you may already know, we have three uninvited guests in town. They are asking questions. The chances are, they won't find anything. But, if they do, then we will have to deal with them. As he twirls Jesus his mustache. Like, it's like a 1930s vampire movie. That's right? what I mean. Like, the music. That seems like something... Ba- they're like, oh, this is basically the message we want to get out. We're going to come back later and we're going to actually script some, like, you know, professional yeah. dialogue. But that whole, if they do, well, we will have to deal with them. It's like, yeah, we wanted specifics. We We've know. all come to gather here. Now, that's fine because that's it's fine to the point where you don't know what's going on. 
The zombie-like townsmen and women are walking through to this abandoned warehouse and they're standing there blindly listening to this bloke, who we don't know who he is, <laughs> sprout some moustache-twirling gear. Mm. Great. But then when you find out they're Gould, and if you go back and re-watch it, going, okay, these are actual Gould. We know what Gould are. We've had to deal with them for five and a half seasons so far. Mm. That piece of dialogue doesn't make... It's Plus, purely if, there because we don't know what's going on. And if you think that thought through further... They're all clones of the exact same ghoul, so they all think the exact same way. So they really don't need to have conversations like that because <laughs> they'd all be thinking the same thing. It's like, yeah, we'll take care of it. Yeah, It's time for the Get Into Gate Harry Mailbag Weekly. Look, our mailbag is just full to the brim. Just, it's like that, same jokes everywhere. What's that thing about like a, like a Let's snake, unload it, like getting, a snake eating itself? I feel cunt. like the, the the more mailbag we do, the more mailbag we get. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah it's it's out of control. So let's try and fire through uh, fire through some of these. Well, Damo Edwards writes us love the wrap up a mailbag, but at the Bren Gibson, I can't let it go. See here in is word for word from Last Stand and Summit. Osiris, accept my vote on behalf of Anubis. And before he resumes his position among you, he will destroy Earth. Now, yeah, not the Tari. She doesn't say that. Not the Tokri, mean? Not the Tokri. She doesn't say <laughs> that in front of the system lords. Who did she say it to? She said it to Lord Yu in his private quarters. So it was not part of the condition by the council of the council to have to. For Anubis to have to kill Earth to be a system lord, still said it. Yeah, but that wasn't the argument, mate. It was was a, was Anubis the system lord in the yeah? In he the causes trivia. a system lord. Yeah. Don't you know Stargate? Yeah. Drop, <laughs> drop the mic on your six mug to one. <laughs> your feelings are so hurt. Yeah. I love that it's not me for a change. This is awesome. <laughs> your like, so now I know why you guys have so much fun when I get like, when I'm getting shit on. Like you, you started off like so calm at the start of that, and by the end of, of reading it, oh, you're like looking for ready to rip someone's dick off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be yours. Uh, well, I've got a. Mate, I was over it about two months ago. <laughs> I've got an email here from uh, Scotty Shaw, which I think is in reference to. Was it Frozen? We were, or was it Descent? We were talking about temperature and, and Kelvin and Fahrenheit. Frozen, it wasn't yeah. Frozen, yeah. Uh, he says, hey, just a clarification, zero... Well, he's written Calvin instead of Kelvin, so I don't know how accurate we can get here. Um, <laughs> he says, zero Calvin is so cold, all matter ceases to move. So the motion of a subatomic particle within atoms stops. Whoa. I, I work with liquid helium. And for comparison, liquid helium is for Calvin. Uh, keep up the good work, Scott. That would be hard to inhale, liquid helium. That's what I'm getting out of that mailbag. <laughs> inhale liquid. That's the f- joke, that the joke. Man. That was the joke. What was the joke? I don't get it. Well, you can't inhale it's liquid. Helium. <laughs> You'll drown. Uh, what was his name? Sorry, uh, that's Scotty Shaw. Scotty, oh, Scotty Mate, Shaw. You don't have a oh, hair Scotty on Shaw. your ass if you don't just swipe some of that liquid helium, take it home for fun on the weekend. Mm, with your mates. Oh. Like, sure, there's some something you can do. Who Mate, here? Li- liquid helium and something- coke. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, turn into a slushy. Turn into a slushy. Your lungs give it a go. cease to move. <laughs> be worth it though. <laughs> I'd be so sick. What a buzz! <laughs> they wouldn't cease to move. They would rise. Helium. I'm Again. No, oh, that's great. <laughs> no, i got to work on my helium jokes, apparently. <laughs> Let's talk more about cassowaries. It only rises if it's a gas. That's the problem. 
I can't wait until <laughs> yeah, the uh, Gibson Brothers episode where you two just like roast each other now. Like it's just yeah. like oh, it's gonna be Brendan V. Reese. to a fist fight, and it's just the sound of those two just punching on. <laughs> sounds like a fist fight. It's just Brendan whacking it into the <laughs> mic again. <laughs> Reese didn't even make the record. <laughs> Oh, welcome to Brennan's solo session. Vaps. I just walked in <laughs> and was like, I started recording already. <laughs> uh, I've got an email from someone here that just goes by sad sometimes. Oh, oh aren't we all? Hmm. God, so yeah. I, ho- I hope. I hope. God, yeah. I mean, it's okay to be sad. I mean, what? It's okay to be sad sometimes, but I hope you're feeling good. Uh, whoever that says, hello, uh, I recently discovered your podcast, in brackets, yesterday, and have been listening to it all day. It's fantastic. I, like Reese, am late to the Stargate franchise. Welcome. Though I, unlike Reese, have already completed SG-1 and all three <laughs> movies. And the majority of Stargate wow. Atlantis. <laughs> I don't get I don't get your hostility right there. Thanks I don't to, understand it. Thanks to a friend of mine who shoved the complete set of DVDs at it's me. Like shit, that guy's seen way more episodes than you, you fing piece of shit. That's pretty much and useless. <laughs> and the majority of Stargate Atlantis, thanks to a friend of mine who shoved the complete set of DVDs at me sometime last year and sat me down to watch it. Oh, I love that guy. Legend. The friend who got me into Stargate had grown up watching it and has rewatched every season at least once a year. He knows everything about anything related to Stargate. Dot, dot, dot. I thought. You see, I am very observant and very curious. This, plus a combination of late season 9 slash early season 10 of Stargate, uh, of SG-1, led me to notice the tattoo on Tilk's ring finger. When I questioned my friend about it, he claimed I was seeing things and that Tilk didn't have any tattoos. After half an hour of scrolling through different pictures of Tilk, I got my friend to admit that I had noticed something he never had. I'm curious if you have ever noticed Tilk's tattoo when it uh, when it first appears and would love to hear any theories about why Tilk, the character, not Christopher Judge, the actor, might have it. Thanks for the podcast. I've never noticed that before in my life. Me neither. No, not to my knowledge. No. Well, he's not full Ricky Bobby and have his hands up in the camera a lot. Yeah. And, you know, black ink, dark skin. I don't want to go there, but obviously, yeah, you know. It's a bit racist, but yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Classic, Daddy. <laughs> Who was that from? Uh, sad Sometimes. Oh, sad Sometimes. Good spotting. Yeah. Good yeah. spotting, yeah. Sad Sometimes. I do worry that for Sad Sometimes it wasn't a big enough sample size, though. Like, I, we, I discovered you yesterday, and I love the podcast. I'm like, give us time. Um, yeah. Yeah. You'll grow to hate us yeah, where, <laughs> As much as we had ourselves Where have you started? Where Did you go from the start? Or are you listening backwards? Or who knows what? It does surprise me that people like the early ones yeah, I don't I don't either <laughs> I think they're awkward yeah, but, We're mate, too polite to each other <laughs> Yeah, That's exactly what it is Shut up <laughs> It's like you know, basically us being on network TV And right now we're on Netflix And we've just yeah. got like free reign to do whatever yeah. we want mate, We're on HBO right now <laughs> Yeah. Got a couple of iTunes reviews here, guys. Oh, hey. yeah. Give it to me. All right. <laughs> this one's a good one. One star review. Oh, that's a oh. mistake, surely. From Fresh Horse from Fresh Germany. Horse. Wait, did you say one? One, yeah. Title oh. is Don't Waste Your Time. From, <laughs> oh, oh, hang from on, where? John. Wait, sad sometimes. Stop right now yeah. <laughs> before you go Read on. Read some reviews first. <laughs> where, where, who's, what's their name? Sad, bad. Oh, we, we have to remember this one. <laughs> yeah. Can we start again? Because I want to start listening there. This is a one-star review from Fresh Horse from Germany. From Germany. Right. Don't waste your time. This has got to be the worst podcast I've ever... <laughs> <laughs> 
I ever listened to. Mm. Yes! A bunch of dudes apparently got together about Stargate episodes. Episodes. They do not seem to prepare for the episodes at all. True. <laughs> There's no background info. Well, that's oh, not fair. That's well, actually, I'll take personal yeah, offence to that. Yeah, so <laughs> or at least there wasn't any in the one that I listened to. Well, hopefully it wasn't about peering through the Stargate. Well, that's some great background info, though. I mean, that, that takes some preparation, though. You've got to make sure that it's activated before yeah. you drop trail. Yeah. Like, logistically, yeah. there's a lot to think about there. I listen to several film and TV podcasts, and every one of them oh, is done by then. people who prepare for episodes. No need to prepare. Chill. When I- <laughs> Have notes ready and read up on stuff they don't know. Oh, this star- <laughs> I like the again. attitude you're putting in there. Well, you can tell. It was written with attitude. Mm. I, this- I take I hate people take offence on behalf of other people. I'm kind of taking offence on behalf of Maddie. They're like, read a book. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. he literally has the book <laughs> right that, here. That segment where we're wheeling a f- imaginary piano. He hasn't it's listened to that. He said the one I listened to. Yeah, okay. Mm. This Stargate podcast. I'd love to show him the book that I've got that's just full of notes. This from is my every favorite part. Episode. This is my favorite part. This Stargate podcast has has none of that. It's just a bunch of dudes. Bullshitting their way through episodes. It's like a Beavis and Butthead doing a podcast. <laughs> Don't waste your time. That's on actually this. a compliment. <laughs> Less than mediocre nonsense. <laughs> what a twat. Well, well done, done Freshhorse. Thanks, Freshhorse. You're a I mean, fuckwit. He's, he's probably in that. That's his dust. That's his Nick Zirkort. I'm Starber. My favourite part is, right? The title of it is Don't Waste Your Time, yet he's wasted so much time logging mm. into iTunes could writing be a she. all of that. Don't assume. Yeah. It's clearly a dude. He's got a fresh horse dong. Yeah. Look, the review, if if that was five stars and that review was exactly the same, I think <laughs> that is a great review. You are very <laughs> right. You are it's so true. on point there. It's not, it's not the review What's that's true? got us pissed off. It's the one star. Mm. Our yeah. average was high very until that. True. Well, Beavis very and Butthead true. is great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Plus yeah. the spin-off Daria, you know. Yeah. And oh, look, yeah. the um, hey, look that alien has three boobs. <laughs> Fresh horse was probably listening to an episode where I was asking a lot of questions, mm, and I've yeah. never seen the series, so of course I'm gonna mm, not yeah. be prepared. Germans also known for their wonderful sense of humor as well. No, they're good. So, they're good absolutely. Like, you know. I've actually prepared something, Mitch. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's it's. I think Is it it's, more Elton John. I think it's. I think it's the song in German, but then we get the translation. So ninety nine Luft balloons. <laughs> Translation So you can suck my dick if you don't like my shit Cause I was high when I wrote this so suck I think it's German (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's German Yeah, listen to the Gibson podcast (laughs) for once in your life, Fresh Horse Yeah You think this one's bad? No Yeah, you hate us so much, pay to become part of our Patreon So you can listen (laughs) to the Gibson Brothers podcast I'll shout you a free month We'll do an episode about you. Nah, look, good on you. <laughs> no, I, I actually oh, well do like done. it. Like you said, the one star, it's like, oh, that's unfortunate. But it was a very well-written, uh, researched, dare mm. I say, review. And Because he's, he's raised a lot of different points. He's covered a yeah. lot of different areas. Yeah. He hasn't just come out and said, this is crap, don't listen to it. It's and like, it's informative. Absolutely it is. Extremely And I'm not going to name names, but some of our five-star reviews, while I appreciate the five-star, they're just like generic sort of, hey, these guys oh, are great. Oh, you're great. You will like oh, how boring. You will <laughs> like this. Yeah, oh, stop. Give us something else. <laughs> Whereas he, if I saw that. Flood of one star reviews <laughs> calling a shit house, but yeah. it- whereas, uh, but like that's that's pretty much our target audience. If if I saw a review, a review like that on a podcast, Beavis and Butthead do a podcast, I'm in. I'm in. No, I appreciate yeah. your uh, your oh, honesty. Yeah. Look, they're not listening. Fresh horse. Look, it's fine. You can go and listen to something else. 
The rest of us are having fun. We're having fun. That's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, so f*** off. <laughs> <laughs> I think he already has. There's no, no point carrying on about it anymore. I don't know. He could be just hanging around because he hates it. Like, oh, God, and yeah. if he is, fresh, actually, I would love to. I'm so interested. It's an itch I'm that not. I don't think I'll ever get to scratch. Mm. I want to find out what episode he did listen to. Yeah, yeah that's true. I would. I don't know. It just fascinates me. And it might, I might listen to that and go, "Oh, he's, yeah, he's actually right." That was a. It's probably emancipation. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say politics. <laughs> oh, I'm going li- to listen to the episode about my favorite episode. Mm, bad idea, Fresh Horse. <laughs> oh, that's okay. He was a massive Origins fan, <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Oh God, this fits so." Well I saw nothing wrong with it. <laughs> he was probably the German actor in Origins. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Or you know, um, there was no German actually, actor yeah, in Origins. Yeah, true. it probably is the Origins review. Probably is the Maybe. Shout out to a couple of new YouTube subscribers. Uh, YouTubers. Lisa, oh. Lisa Witherspoon. Is that a thing? Yeah, mate. Star Lancer 3. Kenneth P. I believe that's probably Price Dog. Yep. No, Kenneth really? Pricer. Kenny P. Dog. And the Dominator T100. Oh, oh Jesus. I'm interested in that. Slip, slip into my DMs. Absolutely. Have they got a channel. Most likely. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I haven't done any more research. I mean, it's a no. screenshot I took. Calm the f*** down. Not, not to prove Fresh Horse correct, but we didn't research that question. Uh, I've got uh, something that might be so slightly good. controversial. Give it. Well, maybe I shouldn't read it out given uh, given the tension between the Gibson brothers right now. But uh, do it. It'll be yeah. fun. No, ten- this tension has been lasting yeah. for thirty years, mate. There's nothing new. This you may have noticed. Playful. Um, <laughs> Because because uh, Reese was unavailable for the last couple of podcasts, uh, Reese and Brennan have uh, done some special um, little singular podcasts for Descent and Frozen mm. that they've put up that are normally reserved for uh, Patreon, but they've put it up on the on the main pages. Let's give you a little taste of the Gibson Brothers. Well, we weren't yeah. as loose on these, trust yeah. me. Even the Gwyneth Paltrow gear. So uh, it's it, a lot different doing a podcast sober. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, it, and I think it might have been a bit a bit shocking to the to you know people of, who are on our Facebook page as well to see the the, the Gibson brothers sort of banner pop up, mm. and uh, new but regular contributor uh, Phil Smirezniak uh, has put a little comment on the Facebook post saying, "Where's the cute one?" Mm. Mm. Oh yes, where's I the saw cute this. one? To which uh, Chode <laughs> C H O with the little thing over it D Chod Chode uh, says the one on the right being Brendan. Yes, obviously. Jerry and then, and then, <laughs> and then Philip says, "I meant the other brother." Yeah, Mitch. <laughs> uh, well, that would be me. No. Well, no, because He's Phil, Phil started with "Where's the yeah, cute one?" So. You, you weren't listening, mate. No, I get you it. He thinks Maddie's their brother. Where is he? This body saying Maddie's and, the cute, and one. I'm the cute one. Yeah, I'm the we cute. How, already... many, how many fake accounts do you have, Maddie? <laughs> 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 the fresh horse strikes back. <laughs> Another iTunes review, five stars from Imogen Armstrong from Australia. Rosemary Lamb Shanks is the title. Oh, good of this start! One. Yes, yes. Start, thank you guys. I've always been able to control my giggling along with you while listening to the podcast at work until Rosemary Lamb Shanks. It had me laughing very loud in my very quiet office. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, Imogen. Thanks, Thanks Imogen. 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 Yeah, Imogen as well. <laughs> I always love it when people say like they were cracking up in the office or on public transport or just yeah, like... Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's epic. Because a lot of the times if I listen back, I forget completely what we say. 
And then I'm smiling at work and they're like, you're clearly not working. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I just love, you know, I listen to podcasts in the car. It's all listened to in the car and I pull up at traffic, you know. It's not like a song. If I'm listening to a song, even my favorite song, and I pull up at a set of lights and next to another car, I have to turn it down. I'm like, "Eh, I don't need to be like screaming this out. It's almost like I'm embarrassed what I'm listening to. Podcasts, I don't care. I'm like, you know, listening to a movie podcast from America or like listening back to ours for the first time without editing and going, all right, here's D-Day. And I'm like pulled up and I'm like listening to myself bullshit on about something and I'm like, that trucker next to me has no idea that I'm listening to my own voice. (laughs) (laughs) What an egotistical prick. You're listening to yourself and laughing, you narcissist. (laughs) I'm good. <laughs> yeah, Mitch. That good. was a crack up, Mitch. Good point, Lewis. <laughs> I got a five-star review here from Derek, a first from UK. Uh, finally, a decent SG podcast. Oh, see, Fresh Horse? So I, found this, <laughs> so I found this late. In two months, I've caught up. Once you get used to the Aussie accents and high-pitched voice... <laughs> <laughs> It's a great hey, podcast between... To be fair, Mitch's voice is not that high. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's uh, Where was I? Great podcast. It's a great podcast between friends on a subject they obviously enjoy. A great concept with hopefully many more episodes to come. Thanks, Derek. Derek. Crack up. Darrow. Another five-star review from Filberto from the USA. 50% gate, 50% yelling about Star Trek references. <laughs> This show has rekindled my love of this show and got me rewatching the series, remembering old favorite episodes and reliving many of them as they've as though they're branded new. I watched the series through once I watched the series through once in right? DVD after a show was nearing the end. I remember when it came out after the movie and I loved it as a kid and a couple more times since, but this is like seeing it new. The guys are great, even the annoying one. <laughs> <laughs> they've already they've already well, mentioned the high like the high pitch one in the in. And the Star Trek reference, so the annoying one can't be me, can it? Or are they just nah, doubling down? It's obviously right. Well, let's finish. <laughs> the guys <laughs> are great, together. even the annoying one. Uh, they <laughs> And they mix real analysis with snarky humour. It also asks the important questions like, how can I poop through the Stargate? Yep. How far can I move into the Stargate effectively to effectively poop through the gate? Mm. Should the gate be horizontal or vertical for comfort while pooping <laughs> through the gate? In hindsight, this show is basically a running intergalactic poop joke. Five out of five. Give, give these stinkers a listen. See now. Good on do, you, Filberto. Do that again. Filberto. Read that again as like a one-star review. Yeah, and it's, it's the same it's thing. It's the same yeah, thing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that German horse guy maybe just actually meant to put five German stars. Horse guy. <laughs> I wasn't listening to the screen name. <laughs> Too busy doing my German accent. Uh, maybe meant to put a five star and ended up just accidentally putting a one star. Yeah, you know? imagine <laughs> we've just, you just like play the song, telling him to suck <laughs> you off. Suck your dick if he doesn't like and your he's shit. Like I can't take back my one star. I can't improve it. It was a mistake. <laughs> my my favorite thing. I sent that to the group chat. Uh, Phil Berto's review and Mitch has circled even the annoying one and says, "Can't wait to discuss this one." With lots of f- laughing faces. Oh, I mean, it's obviously Lincoln because he's the only here to defend himself. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. He's Someone. obviously the annoying one. Yeah. Fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, look. I mean, if we'd read this last week, Reese would have been the annoying <laughs> yeah, one because he was. <laughs> well, I did say Reese already. So. <laughs> look, to a lot of listeners, I am the annoying one. Who said that? To a lot of listeners. Uh, I will fight you over that, Reese. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, Zoe? I should have been kicked off the show. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, God but damn look, you for being the first yeah, person to know be why. That's the only time I've been envious of you, Reese. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Not the only, the only time. time. Certainly <laughs> the most in of my podcast. life. I'm like, I should be kicked off. <laughs> Bitch. But I love the heading. 50%, 50% Stargate, 50% yelling about Star Trek references. <laughs> there is one episode where we get really heated over it. I can't remember which one it is, but there's a lot of just yelling. And it's all of us just yelling over the top of each other. I mainly do it because I represent the people that hate Star Trek. I don't really yeah. care that you make references. I just <laughs> like to, you know, keep the listeners comfortable. <laughs> That's right. I'm slowly, just like our demo, I'm just converting them one by one, slowly, just come to the dark side. <laughs> As you ploy to make a Stargate podcast to get all the listeners over to Star Trek? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. It's <laughs> my full Pretty motivation much. for doing this. <laughs> Have I, I haven't even seen Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what is this Ga'ul you speak of? Oh! stations. Yeah, I'm on, on big bazooka here. <laughs> bazooka. I'm on the, I'm on the, I'm on the malp with the little gun turret on the top <laughs> from forever and a day. So like Braytac walks through and this some weird, Ammon guy just shoots a bazooka at, t- at his face, <laughs> and he just swipes Boom. it away. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> he just knocks it out of the way with his Braytac, Braytac, and just kills that Ammon like snaps his neck. Anyway, <laughs> who we got? Sir, I just received another report. Hello, is anyone reading this? We got it, sir. You're on. Uh, um, I'm making our scheduled check-in. I-, I know that Major Bonner was scheduled for this check-in, but he lost his favorite hammer, so we went off looking for it. Oh, man! There goes my favorite hammer! <laughs> now, the attack from the Tlaq Khan was more devastating than we first assumed. The space-time distortion has caused our gauge to look like it's straight out of a cartoon, and it's making zap gun noises when activating for some reason. Uh, Draga, the weird bug-flying creature that we assume is an ancient, is uh, calling this event Infinity. Uh, we're requesting assistance, please. We really need help to get through this so-called Stargate Infinity. (laughs) Wait, what is that? Is that a flying mine pyramid sitting on top of another upside-down mine pyramid? (laughs) Oh, what's going on? I don't know. Oh, wow. Well, Well, I mean, the production value of that. That is more effort than any of us have ever gone through. Yes. The send, fresh horse would love that. Yeah, send that to the German horse guy. <laughs> the human horse guy. <laughs> the center. Yeah. Uh, Who so was that? That was Albin. That was, was Albin Berger. Albin. Well done, Albin. Well, Albin's contributed quite a lot to the podcast, especially the Gibson Brothers. He's written, done a couple of uh, fan arts for us. Yeah, and now we can confirm Albin is a guy. We were never sure. Oh, I was sure. Well, how can you confirm that? Because <laughs> that's him speaking. That's him talking. Yeah. What? So? <laughs> Sounds Maddie, like a man, baby. Maddie, Maddie, don't presume. <laughs> so I had to do some research on that. Album dropped a few hints there about Stargate Infinity, which yes. is actually a cartoon the show. Ill-fated cartoon show that and apparently has nothing yeah. to do with Stargate. It's set yeah, it's set in the future. 200 years in the future. Really? Nice. Is Cassandra yeah. in it? No. No. Hopefully she's, she's dead. dead by that point. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully <But> she's dead. <laughs> it's, it is funny because you watch the um, the opening. Actually, I think I have the opening there. I think I... It's bad. It's, it's I try. Like, I literally okay. So here's this. So I made it through ten ten minute episodes of Stargate Origins. I couldn't make you it. Had through, to. I couldn't make it through <laughs> the one twenty minute episode of Stargate Infinity that I found online. Go back and watch it. I if you were doing a podcast, let's on do it. a podcast on Stargate Infinity. Anyway, this oh, is the Infinity <laughs> opening credits. Yes. 
Tiger there. Zap sounds with no zaps. Oh, it's a song. Yeah. Major guy. That looks like Professor X before the wheelchair. Classic body cut in. I mean, the, the yeah. Stargate's got nothing no. to do with what's going no. on there. And I'm not, and I'm pretty sure at the start of that they open the wormhole and it's a zat sound. Yeah, mm. and then right. they've got they've that's got, what Alvin's saying. And they've, they've got, got jetpacks and yeah. they've got a yeah, hatak, but it's like yeah, one upside down. So that was that was yeah. epic. I do kind of appreciate Alvin. the Michael Bolton inspired piss take lyrics. You know, like <laughs> we needed some stuff with the Lonely Island, the fighting evil through the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. The Stargate Infinity. I don't mind that Finity, song. Infinity. Oh, because it, it has the word Stargate in it. <laughs> There's probably a bit of Wizard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean great German band. It's, Maybe it's, get on to them. Well, Fresh they're one of the great Germans. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's no Elton John parody, but you know, nah, God, nothing ever true. will be, mate. That's true. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever made. It's time to find out if Richie paid attention. I forgot which song we were doing then. (laughs) 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 All right. Five questions for Reese. We've literally got two songs. And they both have the exact same tune. We we sang one of them a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's confusing. All right. Five questions. 30 seconds on the clock for Reese, the newbie. Time for some trivia. Time starts after this. First question. Yep. Question number one. In the episode Nightwalkers, Mm. what was the name of the company that took over the town? Company. Yeah. Pass. Why did the Gwild only come out at night? They were juniors. Correct. Why couldn't Carter and Tilt detect the presence of a symbiote? No, Nakwada. Correct. According to Jonas in the diner, how many sugar cubes did the old man put in his cup? Oh, Jesus. Twelve? Incorrect. When Carter first came out of the sheriff's office, what did Jonas have in his mouth? <laughs> Lollipop. <laughs> oh, I'll give you that. Immunitech was the other one. Correct. Um, and what did Jonas have in his mouth? It's actually... In the according to the director's commentary, it was actually Tilk's penis. <laughs> <laughs> looked like a lollipop. Uh, but yeah, well, that's the appeal. Four, of Tilk's four penis. out of five. Four out of five. How many cubes? Eight. Sorry, three out of five. You did even worse than I thought. Three. Well, you didn't well, you get Immunitech. Yeah, that was after the buzzer. After I'll, the buzzer, mate. I'll give you the chance to make up some redemption points. points. Here, because it's just something I wrote down. I need him. I in need case, him. in case, in well, case yeah. it was a question. If you get two of these, you can- <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. If you get two of these, if you get two of these three things, two of the three things that Jonas wants to learn of Carter. Don't care. Blowjobs. <laughs> your father made you wrong. You stupid son Lock of a Lock picking bitch. and hacking, obviously. Motorcycle so, riding and motorcycle wormhole ride. theory. Was the first thing he goes? You got to teach me to do that. She has wormhole theory, motorcycle riding, and lock picking. He's like, yeah. not necessarily in that order. I got to be honest. Um, I watched this episode before you guys recorded the other two without oh. me, so oh. I haven't seen it since oh, then. Oh, so you've been ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's no point going back. 
<laughs> yeah, no, really I wouldn't yeah I'm not going to rewatch it. No, definitely not. No, not, not one you'd introduce somebody to no. the series with. Definitely not. Oh, God, yeah, no. Mm. I mean, I'd introduce someone to the series with something like the first ones, but, you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter, Mitch. Maybe you can get them to watch Nightwalkers and then go, okay, it gets better than this. Yeah. <laughs> this is the bottom. This is- I hope so. <laughs> like, if you enjoyed that a little bit, then I have I got a show for you. Mm. Yeah. Imagine, I wonder if someone would get into the show. It's like, okay, we're going to start with Nightwalkers, then we're going to move to Sentinel, and we're going to finish oh with Rite of Passage. So oh. it's like, would, do you reckon someone would still hang around? No. 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 <laughs> no. No chance. All right, that's episode 116 of Get Into Gate Nightwalkers. We will be back next week to talk about 117 Abyss. It's oh, a biggie. One of the good ones. Fan favourite. Yeah, yeah a lot baby. A lot of good stuff mm. happening in this one. Until then, you can check out all of our old podcasts, all 115 plus specials on the Get Into Geek podcasts and channels, whichever one's your favourite. You'll find us on that. You can hook us up on the socials, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Do what a lot of our mailbag contributors have done uh, today. Hit us up on the emails, getintogate at gmail.com. Become a Nightwalker and jump on Patreon. What else can you do? Uh, <laughs> well, you can you can be like these people who have walked the night and become patrons. Does that work? Yeah. Uh, so welcome yeah. to... See what, if I've had enough alcohol, I feel like I'm a Nightwalker. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't remember what happened. I'm so tired. What's going on? So welcome to uh, Melanie Kirsch. Smell. Kirshy. Kershaw. Samantha Chamberlain. Sammy. Sammy. Sammy Lama Ding Dong. <laughs> wow. That's not your Aussie nickname. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe McCready. <laughs> and also welcome to uh, Kendall Gloucester. Kendall. Catherine Harris. Glosty. Uh, and Harry. Catherine Harris Harry I Harry. like because it's like it's like Catherine Powers mixed with Mel Harris, who's the actress <laughs> who plays Omar DeSala. So it's like, that's a good name. Oh, I love it. Catherine Harris. Uh, and, the, and the last one, Michael Mount Pleasant. Oh, is he? I mean, it's always Who's pleasant. pleasant. It's always pleasant to Mount Michael, but... Um, we know. Oh, hey, so hey, hey, hey. Yeah. So welcome. Thank welcome. you guys uh, who are all yeah, also in the draw for our um, our giveaway that we're doing at the end of the month. I think we'll draw it uh, next week, actually. So we might draw it during um, during Abyss. Oh. That's, during uh, the episode. During the episode. Oh, now that's what? excitement. If only I'd brought it with me. Damn it. Um, oh, wait. That's next week. That's not a problem. Drusifer was wondering what his actual nickname was. Because we're calling him Jonesy, Drusifer Jones, Drewy. Oh, take a bit. We're usually, and I said I'll get back to you, Drusy Jerbin. Well, typically in Australian fashion, it's whichever one you like the least is the one that's yes, that's, that's right. True. So, and usually every Australian has about five nicknames. Yeah, that's why Cocksucker Matty didn't stick. He liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Became my stage name. Yeah, you get, to go, you get to go into porn. What's your porn name? Cocksucker Matty? <laughs> two on the nose. Two on the nose. It's pretty, it's pretty typecast, don't you think? Ironically, that's where I like it. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're worried about. Like, I've got uh, I've got Rocket, Barjas, Neutral Grain. Yeah. You there in the bushes. <laughs> Reese the uh, And obviously, the, the obvious Gibbo. Gibbo, yeah, 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 it's yeah. everyone in my family's called yeah, Gibbo, America, yeah. My so mum used to get from all like my sister's friends, she'd get Big Gib. <laughs> Big, Gib. Big Gib. Agent Gibbs, I've got that one. I like that one. Oh, Agent Big Tugs. What about Big Tugs? Big Tugs. <laughs> Biggie Big Tugs. 
<laughs> and a big thanks to all of those uh, for joining our uh, Patreon list Good subscribers. People. Thank you very much. Yeah, best of luck for the draw next week. If you want to hit us up individually and give us your own one-star reviews, I'm Mitch underscore Lewis <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie. Uh, at High Pitch Maddie. Brendan. At the Bren Gibson. And Reese. I'm at the Flying Gibson. Catch you boys back for episode six of season six next week. Abyss for episode 117 of Get in the Gate. Get into Geek. I think um, maybe maybe the fresh horse, what's his name, was listening to one of the episodes that I wasn't there. That's why it was shit. Shut up. <laughs> Makes the most sense. I mean, shut up. <laughs>